OTS Podcast, episode number 512, Doctor Who Edition. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of On the Screen with Cliff and Stephanie. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here to talk about another episode of Doctor Who, season six, episode four, I believe. The Doctor's Wife. This was an amazing episode. It was a lot of fun, different than the Stephen Moffat type of stories, but good in its own way. I loved it. Right, so Stephanie, here's the situation. Uh, definitely a different episode, and uh, back to some of the fun elements yep. of of Doctor Who. Um, wow, the sexy TARDIS! <laughs> I, I loved love, yeah, this episode. Absolutely, I loved it. Um, I thought that it was very. I, here's one thing: I, I thought it took way too long for the Doctor to figure out that she was the TARDIS. <laughs> Yeah, that did take a little bit, didn't it, it? Right. For someone who's supposed to be so quick and, you know, smart, he just didn't catch on to that very quickly. But um but I loved it because here are these two um beings, so to speak, who both love each other deeply. Immensely. I mean, and and they get to speak for the first time. I thought that was awesome. It was. I love how they they're like fighting over who chose who. That was I loved that. I was just like, "No, I wanted to see the universe, so I kidnapped a, a time lord." And he's like, "No, I stole you." And so Yeah, it was great. Um this is uh now of course we knew that the episode was titled The Doctor's Wife. Before right. we watched the episode, I had found this out a couple of days ago, uh, talking to some friends from over in the UK, and they kind of spoiled me on the episode title. title, which is not a big deal because I'm we're getting these via iTunes now, and when iTunes downloads it, it's obviously got the title there as well. So now, when the kids heard about this, it's like I don't want to watch it. We already know who the doctor's wife is. It's River Song, right? And I'm like, yeah. I, that's exactly what I would imagine they want you to think. And so for, there's something within me that makes me question. Well, for, number one, if River Song is actually in this episode, it makes me question whether or not she would be the doctor's wife. Right. Um, there's still a part of me that believes that River Song eventually will be the doctor's wife, if that's possible. Uh, but I had a suspicion that that would not be where this story was going. Okay. And of course, I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did like this. Um, there's. Do you remember the time when uh, David Tennant took the TARDIS to the edge of nowhere, mm-hmm. and there was a got married. Didn't like that much. <laughs> huh? Is that the same? No. Okay. No, go no, ahead. No. 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 This is the one where he he had the pocket watch. Yes. He. You know, and and stuff like that, and then he met the old. Mm-hmm. You know, the old guy, right? which happened to be, who did that? The master. Yes. You remember that? Uh-huh. But um, there, it was kind of like, a, it was a similar thing. There was a ship that needed to get away. And I had a feeling that this was even the same set and, and almost in the same place. It was like this desolate land, you know, because I think that was billions of years into the future. Do you uh, remember that? Yes. Uh, do you know which one I'm talking about? I think about? I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It was billions of years into the future, but this one is like 
this one is like outside of our universe or outside of the universe. And, and so I, I had a feeling like this had a lot of deja vu moments in mm-hmm. it uh, for me, especially with the set. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they used the same exact set, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, it just doesn't surprise me at all or would not surprise me at all. Anyway, um, the TARDIS giving the backstory and making the TARDIS a character, not that they haven't already done that, but officially bringing a personality. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my favorite things is, you know, bringing the strays, you know, right. she's so jealous. <laughs> she is. She is. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. I've always been here. The boxes are going to make you angry. I loved watching, you know, yes, the boxes are going to make you angry. Um I loved watching the doctor trying to put together a TARDIS from all the other TARDIS yes. pieces and, and stuff like that. That was, that was interesting. I still don't understand who the planet was, who the um, house, the house was. Um, I would, it just I, made me think of Hugh Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was suspecting that they might give us like some kind of name to this alien form. And, and in a way I thought the doctor was going to bring him to a place where he could sustain life without, killing people right but or time lords and so that didn't pan out the way that i thought it would but overall i really enjoyed this i liked um the running through oh duh hello can you guess what my favorite favorite thing that happened in this episode evil ood no not evil ood um your favorite thing that happened i don't know if you'll get it i don't know if you'll get it because the very first time this happened. It was. It, it was. I think it was when Tom Baker turned into Peter Davidson. It was the episode, okay. I th- and I think that was called. No, it wasn't Legopolis. It was. Ah, uh, oh, I can't remember. But anyway, right. but but something happened in this episode. Okay, just tell me because that goes way back past. Yeah, yeah, my... yeah, 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 yeah. The, the cloister bell. Oh yes, I totally. Yeah, if I would have paid attention. <laughs> Because you uh, even pointed it out. Yes. The right. cloister bell. This is my favorite element from all time of Doctor Who. Anytime okay. there, you know, is impending doom. Impending doom. Impending doom. The, the, like everything's about to go extinct. You know, some, something bad is about to happen. Right. The cloister bell is warning. And and I love that. And um, that's not the first time we've heard it this season, though, isn't? I don't. I don't. I think it might be the first time this season, but I think you've heard it before in this new series. I know I've heard it before, and I've probably shared it with you. But I I love the cloister bell. Um, the other thing I love is they brought back the. I mean, and and have you seen this in the new series? I'm sure we have. But the the other control room. I don't know if I've seen that in the new series. Oh, no. okay, okay. No. Well, this yeah, this. Yeah. This is something that is. This is something that's well, well known it, among and like, and like it's um, like it's hidden because house when it took over didn't know it was like was there. How, right. How'd you get in here? This is not. It's not on the schematics, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and so I thought that was cool. Yeah. So like the that. so the so the alternate control room. This is something that goes way way back. Hold and, on. I love that when um. When <laughs> sexy wants to send a, a telepathic message, all to the good-looking to one, to the pretty one, to the pretty one, and sends it to Rory. I think that's hilarious. Well, it, well, it's funny because, because he's the doctor th- meant Amy. Well, of course, because that's that's who he thinks is pretty. But, right. 
but you know, of course, she having a personality <laughs> of right. He's 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 the, he's pretty, the pretty one. one, right? I thought that was hilarious. And and I, you know, I wonder if there's a little jealousy of the yeah. doctor. It's like, wait a second, wait a I, second. I here. think so. I I thought it was fitting that um that that was the chosen title for for this episode. Yeah, because the TARDIS is the one constant in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just really thought that was cool. I really liked it. So yeah, so there was the control room. Now another thing is um, obviously uh, we don't get this enough in this new series, and and I felt like we got it a lot more in the old series of Doctor Who, and that is the fact that not only is the control room, the you know the main control room area, bigger than the outside, but the fact is is that there are corridor after corridor right, after right. corridor, and that the TARDIS is just huge. How many times do you think that? Uh Amy and Rory had to run up and down the same hallways. Oh yeah. <laughs> like while filming that. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I, I love that. Now, of course the hallways looked a lot different than I've ever seen them look before. Okay. Um, but that's not surprising seeing as how the, the TARDIS has had so many, um, makeovers, if you right. will. So, um, I love that they talk about, je- you know, the ability to jettison rooms. This is, this is an old element of Dr. Yeah. Who. So I'm like, I, I love, how faithful they are to the ongoing story that they really do um, keep elements and bring them forward. That for me, you know, there are elements in this story that bring back the love of Doctor Who as a child into my love of this Doctor Who, you know, now as an adult in this new new way of telling the story with, you know, up to date, you know, film, cinematography and 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 characters and and minus bubble wrap. Minus yeah, the the monsters minus bubble wrap i mean they could give us you know the curse of the <gasps> the the black spot kind of monsters or adversaries yeah. every week that would be totally no awesome. see i think some weeks they should be ugly next week <laughs> it looks like we're going totally creepy oh yeah um, that that might take us a while to watch <laughs> that one's gonna have to be viewed in the daytime i can yeah. tell already well i could tell you right and i don't like this I really don't like this, but it, I have a feeling that that's going to probably end up being a part one, part two deal. Probably. And it I really looks those. like it. I know. I don't care for them either. I really don't like those. In fact, yeah. th- those are the kind of things that kind of just get me out of, right. you know, out of a routine. And I'm hoping that doesn't happen here. Um, but if it's, I mean, if it's part one of two next week, I can't see myself wanting to come down and talk about the first half of right. a storyline. Right. Um, and then... There's always, you know, the next week when we finally get around to watching part two that it's like, oh, so what happened last week again? Mm -hmm. You know, and so I'm not sure how I feel about that potential. And and I just don't like that for any of them. But that also reminds me of when I was a kid and where you would get, you know, uh, you'd get 25 minutes and then that was part one of five. Right. They did that all the time. Yeah, that was horrible. When we first um, got married and you would watch them on PBS and you just be sitting there at it well in the middle of the night because that's when that's they, when they aired them. them yeah and um if you'd be like ah oh, that's just like I, I think they would show it'd be they'd show three 25 minute episodes but they were three of five yeah and so you had to wait until the next week to watch the, the last two and the first one yep. of the next yeah yep. that's exactly how they did it that I mean. is ah uh, anyway so this was a this was a fun episode um really enjoyed it I think we pretty, I mean, do you have anything that you wanted to bring out of this? Anything else that kind um, of no, stood I out just, to you? I mean, I can't comment on, on the, you know, th- the, um, 
the things that they're bringing in from the original clearly it did mm-hmm. nothing for me <laughs> i've seen many of those episodes but um i i really liked how the um house the the alien could um knew exactly how to affect rory and amy like knew exactly what needed to be hallucinated to really freak them out oh okay yes. you know so was that part of his gift or was that part of I don't know because like the being of the of the TARDIS was was gone. So could that really, you know, of her knowing them would have been gone too because she. Do you know what? Am yeah, I, I know making what you're sense? saying. So I know what anyway, you're saying. yeah, I don't, they don't. Um, I don't really think they gave me enough there. Yeah. To but I did like. I mean, he knew exactly which buttons to push to truly freak them out. Yeah. Um. I loved. I, I loved the end and the TARDIS, she she leaves the human body and she, you know, reclaims her place at, at the control panel. I guess is, that's where she is, right? Well, she sort no, of, she is the TARDIS. She's well, she like, is the TARDIS, right. She but is the whole being. The whole being. Okay, so yeah. anyway, so she's back where she belongs. And she's the soul of the TARDIS. Yes, and well, which is kind of why I think that she would be mm-hmm. like in that middle. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, um... But the doctor is underneath in his, I love his little swing thing. First off, oh, yeah. he sits that in is when awesome, he's, I it? love that. Right. And, um, which I would imagine when, when Rory says, do you have a room? I, I think of that being his room and him, you know, being down there with her. But, um, what was I saying now? Oh, so he's down there and he's, you know, working on the control. Oh, and I built you guys a new bedroom and blah, blah, blah. Could you get rid of the bunk beds? That was funny. That was, funny. that was funny. And, um, but he goes back up to the control panel and he's standing there and he, and he says something, where do we need to go? Or where do you need to take me? Or I don't remember the exact line. And he says, can you hear me? And then she like roars to life and starts to, and I just thought that was special because although she can't communicate with him, she can communicate with him. Yeah. Just not the way the book. And I still, I think it would be super cool if they found a way that she could talk. I wouldn't put it past the people of Doctor Who. And then it would be like Knight Rider. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that is funny. I totally grew up watching Knight Rider. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. We're going to uh, turn things over to Doug in Atlanta, who called in regarding, uh, uh, I guess, last week. I hope it's not to tell me all the things I said wrong last week. Oh, I, I don't know. Who knows? Because I said lots of things wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, here's the first one. And he also called in one this week. But here's last week's comment. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Doug in Atlanta. I'm calling for the On the Screen podcast about Doctor Who. I have a, um, well, a theory about the little girl in um, the first two episodes who winds up uh, regenerating at the end. And I have a wouldn't-it-be-cool-if idea as well. Since, you know, since she is regenerating at the end, it's clear that she has some Time Lord DNA in there, so it's it's got to be, you know, the doctor as the father, but the mother. I'm, I'm not thinking Amy Pond. I'm thinking River Song. At some point, those two have to be very, um, very close because if you recall the first time they met uh, in silence in the library, uh, River Song proved that she knew the doctor very well by whispering in his ear his true name but that he reveals to no one, as far as I know. Uh, so 
there is something something there, and that would be that's the easy bet, I think. The wouldn't it be cool if idea is wouldn't it be cool if this was Susan in the very first episodes of Doctor Who back in the sixties? The doctor was going around with his granddaughter oh, Susan. Yeah, and that's what he called her. And I just think it would be really nifty if this is the beginnings of Susan, and at some point she winds up going back, you know, to the beginning. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes during the season and something like that. I would be, I think, just a neat little uh, wrap around. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Thank you very much. That would be very interesting indeed. And I don't know, Stephanie, I don't think you've ever seen an original William Hartnell episode, which uh, there were some good ones. I, I, I think I have some William Hartnell episodes that you might even enjoy. Really? One of them is when he goes to Rome, where, yeah, I, I think you would like that one. Okay. I, I think, actually, I think you'd like it a lot, but it's, I mean, it's old time. It's black and white. It's everything. Right. It's, well, it's, most of them were. Well, no. I've seen a lot of black and white ones with you. Yeah, that's true. There have been lots of black and white ones. All right, so uh, let's see what uh, Doug and Atlanta said this I had week. a really funny thought that oh, I right can't ahead. wait to tell you off mic. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well, fair enough. Cliff, Stephanie, Doug and Atlanta, I have a, um, a comment about uh, the Doctor Who episode, Curse of the Black Spot, that you covered on, on the screen recently. Um, the lady who shows up behind the little sliding door, virtual sliding door, or the sliding door that's not really there, that uh, only Amy saw on the ship. She had that little, like, uh, pirate patch, or, you know, like a little silver eye patch over one eye. I don't think that was River's song. I think if you do a freeze frame, it's, I'm pretty sure it's somebody else. Hmm. Possibly somebody we've not met yet. But uh, we have also already seen her. In the first, Uh-oh. which of the two uh, episodes? It but when Amy is going into the uh, the orphanage, I believe it was, and she wa- just before she walks into the uh, room that is decorated with pictures of uh, she and a baby, just before she goes in, that little virtual sliding door opens up, and you see that woman again. And I forget what she says exactly. But that's yeah, like like Rose was in that one ep- one uh, season with David Tennant. That it's going to pay off at the end, but I don't. I, I don't think it's Ripper's song. I think, like I said, I think it's somebody else that we haven't met just yet. Anyway, uh, so that may be the uh, the, the thing that's uh, kind of tying all these shows together, all the episodes together through the end of the season. Thanks a lot. All right, Doug, I'll, and I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and pause for just a minute because I want to go back and see the Curse of the Black Spot, that spot okay. where we see that little okay. freeze frame of second. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back after this. All right, so we're back, and uh, we have queued it up. It is 25 minutes and 19 seconds into the episode. Amy is uh, sleeping, and she hears somebody say, just stay calm. And uh, behind the wooden planks of the ship, she sees somebody with a white background, uh, and it doesn't appear to be River Song at all. No, 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 it And it is a lady with her hair pulled up, and she's got like a metal eye patch over her right eye. And um, I don't know. And of course, I don't recall. Could it be from the ship that they were, you know, the ship was on the other side. 
Oh yeah, the, remember the ship was inside right. itself. But I, I, I think Doug's right, and I think we're we were right to say that um, that this is something that is some kind of hit, you know hidden clue right. that's going to be in every episode kind of deal. And of course, I don't remember seeing anything in this episode, but you know, they're they can wasn't be clever. Wasn't looking for it either. Wasn't looking for it. But um, but I, I I would I would say probably you know I, I do remember when Amy was in that episode the the impossible astronaut or the other one where she was in that room and the mm-hmm. sliding door opened like a prisoner door or whatever right and and I, it could be very well be that same exact lady it very well could be. so good catch on that it, it certainly does not seem to be Doctor River Song so good catch. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast edition of On the Screen with Cliff and Stephanie. Try saying that five times very fast. I was just thinking, that's a lot of words. I don't even know if I could say it again. That's a lot of words. The Doctor Who Fan Podcast of On the Screen with Cliff and Stephanie. I did it. I said it twice in a row. How about that? Anyway, folks, uh, thank you for tuning in. If you want to give us your feedback regarding Doctor Who... Uh, you can do so um, at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Now, for those of you who are in the UK, you guys are watching these episodes on Saturday. And we are blessed beyond imagination now that we can get these the very next day. We get them the day after they air there in the UK. We get them here from BBC America on our iTunes account, which I am so grateful. Yep. And so if you are in the UK and you watch this on Saturday, give us a call. 859-795-4067. Give us your call with your feedback. And we would have time to actually include it in the On the Screen with Cliff and Stephanie episodes related to Doctor Who. My friends, if you haven't done so already, you need to check out The Hunger Games brand new podcast that we've launched related to the most awesome books on the face of this planet go check it out (laughs) seriously go to hungergamespodcast.com just read the description at the top of the page and then go and get yourself a copy of the hunger games and check out the podcast anyway we're out of here until next time we encourage you to join Join the the community. community